Welcome back to another episode of the Geek-tastic Dad podcast. My name is Jason. I'm your friendly neighborhood geek and father of a daughter. So in this episode, I'd like to shift gears a little bit and talk about parenting as a geek, including what kind of lessons I've learned from my own upbringing, as well as some of what I've learned raising my own daughter up to this point. If you'd like to visit me on social media, send me an email or whatever, you can point your favorite web browser to geektastic.link slash contact. You can support this podcast by going to geektastic.link slash support. If you'd like to leave me a voice message and possibly have it played on my podcast, visit geektastic.link slash voicemail. I promise not to play anything you don't give me permission to. All of these links can be found in the show notes. I urge you to like and subscribe my podcast on your favorite apps, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. I'm not picky. Anyways, thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. And now it's time for another... What the geek? That is literally the best thing I've ever done with a microphone. (laughs) So, this time on What the Geek, I've only got two, but they're both movie-related. So, I went to see the new Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore with the kiddo. Now, I've read a few reviews that are pretty hard on the movie... One even indicated that the Fantastic Beasts movies overall are just okay. I read one critic who referred to it as Dumble Snore, another indicating that the sum is oddly less than its parts. Now, my take? I think these film critics are jaded and have completely lost the ability to use their own imagination. I thought the movie was wonderfully done. The special effects were amazing and elegant. I love the plot line, and I really enjoyed how they worked Hogwarts into it a little bit, even playing the original Harry Potter music, which kind of like wrapped me in this warm blanket of comfortable nostalgia. I've, I mean, I've added a link to one of the trailers in the show notes. My personal opinion is that if you expect the Fantastic Beasts movie to be an extension of Harry Potter, you will probably be disappointed. However, if you expect them to be part of the same magical, wonderful world as Harry Potter, you may be pleasantly surprised. It's all about a perspective. I found the movies to be fun and wonderful, a wonderful two-hour and 22-minute departure from the reality, and I, I recommend seeing it in theaters. Now, since we're on movies, um, I want to say that I am pretty excited about the new Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness movie coming uh, May 2022. I've watched a few trailers on it, and it looks like it's going to be pretty epic. I mean, I guess the thought of Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch teaming up foretells of this amazing, powerful story. The basic plot of this movie is that Doctor Stephen Strange managed to cast uh, a forbidden spell that opened a doorway into the multiverse. I presume it was the spell he cast in the last Spider-Man movie. Based on the trailer, it seems there's an alternate version of himself... Uh, But the bottom line is this threatens humanity and Strange just isn't powerful enough to handle it. So he combines forces with Wanda Maximoff or Scarlet Witch to somehow fix this issue. I added a link to the cinematic trailer. Um, I also shared a dream trailer link that seems to give this movie a feeling of darkness and and a twisted and contorted dream sequence that it seems Strange and Wanda both share. So this kind of seems like it's going to have a 
different feel to it than most of the Marvel movies as well. So that that may be interesting. Come May, me and the kiddo will probably be back in the theaters for this one. And eh, maybe I'll do another review of it afterwards. I am no movie critic. Take it for the grain of salt. I know what I like. And I'll tell you. So that's it. That's all I have for What the Geek Today. As a child, I don't know that I demonstrated that much technical or mechanical aptitude. I mean, my gift with computers, I think it came a bit later, if you want to call it a gift. However, as a child, I was very much into things like Transformers, Voltron, Superman, and Batman. I recall my best friend and I would play in the ditch that ran down the front of our house with our Batman toys. And we had our best experience when there was just a little bit of water running down in our own personal creek. For the most part, I believe there were hints about my inner geek, but I don't think anyone really realized it. I want to say I was about 11 or 12 when my dad bought our first computer. Now, I, I mentioned back in episode three entitled Raising a Geektastic Son, but it was an IBM PC Jr., and it was had absolutely no hard drives in it. It had five and a quarter inch floppy drives and a spot for a cartridge. Uh, though it was limited, I was enamored by this new gadget in our house. And my dad was and still is a big gadget guy, and I, I definitely inherited that gene. So early on in my life, I gained a curiosity about computers, thanks to him. Now, we eventually upgraded to 386 uh, with hard drive and everything. I think it had Windows 3.11 on it. I mean, it was a real GUI, and oh man, I spent so much time playing Solitaire and Minesweeper. It was ridiculous. Then I found a game called Heroes Quest. It was this fabulous 8-bit fantasy game experience. I played for hours and hours, and I still remember beating the Hermit and Cribbage in Baba Yaga's Hut. We eventually upgraded to a 486 with the Mathco processor, and the process continued. I, uh, the more I learned, the more curious I became about computers. Soon after the internet went public around 1993, uh, that became a reality as well as IRC, Internet Relay Chat. Now, the entire world was at my fingertips, and I met people from New Zealand, Singapore, and all over the United States. Now, I mentioned my dad was a gadget guy. Well, I mean, he did Devil and Ham Radio, which was pretty cool, but he eventually got one of the first original brick cell phones. I mean, the kind that you have to lift weights just to hold. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he ever used it that often because I'm, a, I'm really not sure it even worked that well. Plus, it was probably pretty expensive to have a conversation. But electronics, computers, and various other goodies, gadgets, and whatnot were just a part of my childhood. It was just part of our life, it, going into my teenage years. While I could probably fill a few episodes with the marvels that I encountered growing up that are completely mundane by today's standards, uh, there was one other area where my dad had some influence. You see, he was a big Star Trek original series fan. And much like the cancellation of Firefly crushed the souls of millions of geeks, I believe the cancellation of Star Trek was pretty hard on him. I don't know that he's ever recovered. I wasn't around. The original Star Trek ended in 1969, about eight years before I was even born. But even as a kid, I remember how much he loved that show. And then September 8th, 19, or September 28th, 1987 came, and the new Star Trek The Next Generation aired. And I do remember watching that with my dad. I wouldn't grasp just how fantastic they were and how big it would become until years later. I mean, I was 10. But it had an impact on my geekiness. I'm sure of that. My dad wasn't the only influence, though. My mom played a role, though she probably will deny it. She introduced me to the Arizona Renaissance Festival, though at the time I was a bit older, but still had a huge impact on me. We went every year, and eventually I started to get my hands on my own garb. 
dressed up like the nobles and the peasants and whatnot. Renaissance Festival is now a tradition that I've passed on to my daughter. But I'll get into that in a bit. My mom was uh, my mom was also the first person to take me to the 1989 Batman uh, movie starring Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, which I'm pretty sure inspired my love of superheroes, especially Batman. At some point, I took things on my own. I had to take things on my own. You, you got to feed yourself sometimes. And at the ripe old age of 13, I found myself sitting in a theater seat, munching popcorn, waiting just as patiently, patiently as I could for the start of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Now, after three years of watching the TMNT cartoon and about a year of rocking the arcade game, I was finally watching a live-action movie of my favorite Ninja Turtles. In high school, I was often found in the commons area reading a fantasy book, most likely a Dragonlance book. A friend of mine turned me on to those back then. I spent a bit of my time in the local library making my way through the Dragonlance series, uh, a few Forgotten Realm books as well. Claire Quintet, by the way, is my favorite uh, as far as Forgotten Realms go. Eventually, I made friends who introduced me to Advanced D&D, or Second Edition, I think it was. And it just escalated from there. I mean, I was in choir, performed a couple of musicals and plays. I enjoyed chess. My dad taught me how to play, though I never really joined a chess club. I had a and, you know, my computer geek friends, and we absolutely marveled at Windows 95 when it came out. I took typing and word processing classes. I did an aid class in the computer lab at our school. I even did a special class one year repairing computers and electronics for the school district. Now, I have, I have very fond memories of my childhood through high school. And I'm thankful that all of my parents, my dad and my mother and my stepmother, they all taught me just to be myself. And be proud of who I am. And because of that, I surrounded myself with others like me, which made for this really awesome experience. I could go on. I really could. But that pretty much summarizes my childhood for the most part, um, which led me to the career that I have now working in technology. Now, I mentioned my daughter from time to time on this podcast, but I'd like to actually tell you a little bit about her. I believe all parents are proud of their kids, and I'm no exception. However, I feel like I've got some bragging rights when it comes to my awesome kid. Since she was about three years old, it's been our tradition to go to the Renaissance Festival every year, except when it was closed during the pandemic. And I know I mentioned that before, but what I didn't tell you is that every year she also has her own garb. At first, it was either like a Victorian or a princess dress. And in fact, I still have her very first outfit as a keepsake. As she's gotten older, she has made more choices on her own. And this last year, she wanted to dress up as a satyr. I know, right? Challenge accepted. But the best part was the reason why. You see, you see, she really liked Tumnus from the Chronicles of Narnia. And that inspired her costume decision. So yeah, super proud geek papa here for that one. Here's the thing, though. I joke about being proud of her for these reasons. But the truth is, I'm really just proud of who she is. Since she was a toddler... She's had a kindness in her heart that has astounded me over and over again. I'll give you an example. Now, when she was about five years old, we visited the science museum, science center. At the very front, there are these tubes that blow air through them. Uh, and then they have these little handkerchiefs, these light handkerchief things that the kids can stuff into the tubes. And it sucks them in and they get to watch them get blown around through the tubes. And then at some point, they pop out the top and float back down to the floor. And my kiddo was having a great time doing this. When another little girl showed up that was a bit taller than all the other kids. Now, this new girl was catching all the handkerchiefs before any of the other kids could reach them. 
So she had this like horde of them. And meanwhile, there's this tiny little boy trying desperately just to get one over and over again. I mean, this kid ran up and down and up and down. This little girl would just grab it before he could get there. There stands my daughter with two of these things, one in each hand. She's got two tanker chips and she looks at them back and forth. And then she looks at the boy and she walks over and gave him one. I have several of these stories that span years. This it's just baked into her fabric that if she has extra and someone has less, she needs to try to fix it. She needs to find a balance. So yeah, I'm very proud of who she is. All this geek stuff is just icing on the cake, but she's pretty good at that too. Speaking of which, back to the geek stuff, a few years back, we started going to the Phoenix Fan Fusion as well, our local comic book convention here, allowed to call it Comic-Con. Uh, in fact, I have pictures of us with Summer Glau one year. Anyhow, we, we dress up for that every time too. We did Harry Potter one year, uh, one year to read Star Trek. We have a difference of opinion on what we read. Now, she loves the manga stuff, and I'm more of a traditional comic book guy. But we love going to the convention together because there's something for all of us. And of course, once again, due to COVID, we missed two years of the convention, but we are going back this year. And I think I think she wants to dress us up as uh, my Hero Academia character. So the, the costume choice is still up for grabs, but that's maybe where it's leaning. It's... It's nice being able to spend time together with her, enjoying these adventures in between the minutia of everyday life. And to be fair, we, we make the minutia pretty awesome, too. I, I also know that this won't last forever. Now, my daughter's 11, almost 12, and in a little over a year, I'll have a teenager. And I, I know she will eventually prioritize her peers over parents. And, and I mean, it's already started, to be fair, though she does humor me for the geek movies, festivals and conventions. I I want to savor these moments while they last. It's it's pretty amazing how fast time goes. One moment I have my itty-bitty with pigtails, and now she's grown up so much. Almost 12 years has passed. 12 years. And I only have a few years left before high school graduation, and I mean things are going to get messy. I know they are. When all is said and done, though, what's left behind for both of us are the memories we share, the traditions we enjoyed, the traditions she can pass on to her own children someday if she if she decides to have children, and the lessons we've learned along the way. My daughter makes me a better person, period. She makes me want to work really hard to be the best person I can be. And I hope that one day she'll look back on her childhood and smile when she thinks about all these adventures we've had. And whether she grows up to be a geek or not, I think she will, by the way, I hope she's at least learned the lesson that I learned, that it's okay just to be who she is, and that it's okay to be a little weird sometimes. You know, she's she's an amazing kid. I don't know what I would do without her, but, you know, I do my best to let her be who she is and to scatter in the geek stuff on the side where I can. And she likes it. She likes Lord of the Rings. So she did tell me she wasn't too fond of Star Wars. May have to try to fix that. Anyways... Uh, but she'll watch Star Trek with me. Um, she's seen a few episodes of Firefly and stuff like that. Uh, we, right now, we're watching the My Hero Academia cartoons. So we're trying to get caught up on those. But but these are the memories. These are the things we get to do together. And we get to look back and talk about someday. About how much fun we had at the Renaissance Festival. About the weird costumes we saw at the Comic-Con. About one year, she found... She found our 2D2 rolling around on the floor at the bottom level, and she was so thrilled. She chased that little robot around everywhere. It was great. 
but this is this is what life is i mean it's it's about making those moments and and savoring those moments and tucking away for later when you need something to look back on so so that is it for today if you enjoyed this podcast consider supporting me uh just point your favorite browser to geektastic.link l-i-n-k slash support thank you for joining me uh, i've enjoyed this one uh, be sure to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Spread the word. Uh, if you'd like to visit me on social media or just send me an email, you can open your favorite web browser to geektastic.link slash contact. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite apps, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, you can see a list of them at geektastic.link slash podcast. You can also listen to it right on that page. If you would like to leave me a voice message and possibly have it played on my podcast, with your permission, of course, visit geektastic.link slash voicemail. Would love to hear it if any of you have fun stories about your own kiddos and your geek-tastic adventures. Uh, be kind to each other, have fun, and always, always stay geek-tastic. Thank you, guys. Bye.